How is everyone doing today? June 7th, 2022. You listened in yesterday. I talked about the Edmonton Avs, MJ Colorado Avs Oilers series. Last night, I believe when I was recording, it was 1-0 at the time in the first. It ended up being 1-1, and uh, it was exciting. I fully watched the second and third periods. And Edmonton started coming back. They did come back. I think they stretched up to a 3-1 at one point. Um, yeah, it was 3-1 at one point. It was, eight, it was a little close to the end of the second. It was 3-1 going into the third. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I just told just told the internet that there's no chance Edmonton has even winning this game. And I am, uh, it was, I mean, I started like being like almost, there's that part of me that started getting on the like Edmonton hype train a little bit. I was like, hmm, you know, that's, that's okay. Let's go Edmonton. Cause if they would have won a game, it would have been cool. I mean, the crowd lit up, you know, this is a, only time the Edmonton crowd has been able to really cheer since goal one of game three when Connor McDavid scored it. So it was kind of cool to see that and get the crowd into it and everything. But then 31 seconds in, Devontae's scores 3-2. And then Edmonton scores again 4-2. It's like, okay. Then Landis Gog scores 4-3. Nathan McKinnon goes on, does does Nathan McKinnon, speeds down the ice, 4-4 now all of a sudden. And it's like, oh, man. And then Avalanche scores again, 5-4. Woo. Like, all right, come on. Like, come on, Edmonton. Then Edmonton scores again. It's 5-5. It's tied, and we go into overtime with it. And I'm just like, this couldn't be any closer of a game for us. Like, I don't think Edmonton. But like I said, I was, I was kind of getting the hype a little bit. I was like, no. The Avs are going to win this game. Like the Avs are going to win this game, and then they started scoring, and I'm just, I'm just laughing because this is just enjoyable at this point. Because like the Avs are doing what I thought they would do. They're playing, you know, it's the Avalanche offense, and then the Edmonton Oilers are just kind of doing what you know, finally playing a good game. You know, I, I would say game one they kind of played a good game. You know, they put goals in, whereas they were not putting goals in at one point. But then, uh, you know, overtime starts, and they're going, they're going, and bam, have a score. Um, they reviewed it for high stick, and uh, one of the commentators goes, holy shit, like during the replay, because he was like, it's so close. They ended up, you know, basically saying it's a good goal. There's no penalty for high stick in, and, uh, or high stick shot, and uh, that's it. They have one, F swept the Oilers. They go on to the. Stanley Cup, and uh, yeah, good for Nathan McKinnon and all of them. They touched the trophy. That was a, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I knew it would be on social media today because, uh, you know, you touch it, it's bad luck. The Lightning touched theirs last year. Or was it, was it the Lightning or was it the Canadians? I think they both did. Maybe the Canadians didn't. 
Hmm. I don't. I can't remember, but yeah, I think someone. I read the comments, and someone was like, "Yeah, in the last like twelve years, half the teams have touched it. The teams that have won half have touched it, and then half hasn't. So there's not really a big determinant factor there. Uh, you know, it comes down to what you want to believe in superstitions. Uh, I'm I'm one for it. Not I'm. For the superstition, because I want to see what happens. Because then, like, everyone can blame the trophy touch when it's all done. I'm not one for, I'm like, oh, my God, they didn't touch it. Let's see what happens. You know, like, I, I just kind of like the, because that's what people are going to be talking shit on in the comment sections on everything. So, I'm, like, I'm a fan of that. You know, it's, it's that determinative factor that it isn't a factor in the game. But we can be like, well, you know, they're playing bad now. And we all know what they did. And I think that's uh that's always fun. It's always one of those fun things. Uh and other big news. Uh softball championship. We talked about Oklahoma going on. Texas played Oklahoma State last night and they won. Texas made it. Texas is the first unseeded team to make the women's college world series. That's pretty cool. I mean that's like that's what essentially like uh 16 seed in the NCAA tournament making it, I guess, or a lower. I'm not really sure how the whole seeding system works in the college world series, but the first team with no number making it all the way. So that's cool. That's really cool. And then, I mean, this is like, this is all the way. This is the champion series now. So they were in the final four. They're in the championship series. They're going to be playing Oklahoma. Big 12 matchup. Uh, fun fact, too. I don't know if I mentioned it yesterday, but I think I mentioned it, but I didn't know. It was as big as a thing as that is the only three Big 12 teams to make the tournament all made it to the Final Four. UCLA was the only like non-Big 12 team. That's kind of crazy. All three made it from the same conference, made it all the way, won games, and then, you know, like I said, played each other. So Big 12's in. Oh, good for them. Good old Texas-Oklahoma showdown. I don't think you can get much better storyline wise than that. You know, that's something uh I don't want to say like interconference games are uh the I, I don't mind like that interconference championship game. I know other people might like have issues with it, and I, and I and I do. Don't get me wrong. Like I want to see the matchups that we don't get in the regular season. You know, if we get a like a Georgia Alabama national championship, it's cool because it's a uh, it's always like the rematch game since they basically play for the SEC championship as of lately. You know, but then like take to, to get that rematch game. You know, or you know, if you could only imagine like if it was LSU. Because, like, LSU and Alabama do play it's on schedule usually. So, like, if they play each other and then play in that CC championship and then to make it to the uh, championship game, two against, like, Alabama, like, three games against the team and the same team in the same season, which I don't think they can play them in there. I'm just, like, going off of category because they're in the same conference. I just kind of, like, realize that. But you know what I'm saying. It's it's cool. I mean, that's what we got with uh, Duke, North Carolina in the Final Four. You know, like that was the uh, 
rubber match, essentially. And it, that was one of those where, like, I really wanted it to be the championship game, but but I'm but I'm happier it wasn't the championship game. That makes sense, you know, because like it comes down to how you want to look at it. Because I was thinking about this with two ways that if they were on opposite sides of the bracket and they were in the final four, we get you know both of them have to win to make the championship game, right? So it's a big what if. They both have to win. If they do both win, we have a championship. Right. If they don't win, we don't. We don't get that third matchup. So the fact that they didn't meet in the final four works because it gave us like it gave us that third matchup. It was a guaranteed third matchup. They still had to get to that point. Like, I'm not saying they didn't. Both teams played extremely good basketball, especially North Carolina, to get to that point. And then it was essentially like, it was a rubber match for the ultimate glory, right? You didn't walk away with the championship, but you beat your arch rival to get a chance to play for the championship. So, and honestly, like, I think they, the way Kansas was playing too and all that, like, I'm glad the championship was the way it was. Because I don't know if, honestly, like, if you put North Carolina or Duke on the other side of the bracket against Kansas, I don't know if either one of them walk away from that. You know, I don't know if they they move on. So, that was really cool. Like, But that's what I'm saying. Like, something like that's kind of cool when it happens and then sometimes it's not. Because, like, I want to see, you know, the Big Ten play the SEC for a national championship, which I guess is usually just Ohio State and whomever makes it or the Big 12 or the whomever the Pac-12 if they ever put a good enough team together to really impact uh, a lot of stuff. But I think, uh, yeah, that, that's my love, Byron. Congratulations. Uh, that starts tomorrow, so I might watch that, especially because it's championship games. Championship games are fun to watch no matter what, no matter what sport. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, Additional sports news, Joe Madden got fired from the Angels. Uh, I was just listening to Start at Nine from Barstool with Carl and Jake Arrieta, and uh, they were just talking about, like, you know, is this is this coming up? And I listened to it while I'm working, so I kind of blanked out because I was probably doing something a little bit to hear their answer, but they kind of talked about it was probably getting really close because they – they're too good of a team, like essentially. Like if you look at the Angels, they should not be where they're at. It's 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 is it similar to the White Sox situation? I think so. I mean, the White Sox have good players and aren't meeting expectations. The Angels have Mike Trout and Otani, two of the top three players in the league. The top two players, I think, I believe that's what they ranked them. They were both like one and two. Or one, two, and three, something like that. One and three, I think it was one and two. But either way, like a tiny was one. But you know, he got and I know you know Rendon's got a good size contract. Uh, they have other pieces. Like I mean, I can't name the Angels roster, but those big guns, you know, like I know I know they have those guys, and they were a decent team to begin the season, and now they're not. They're on twelve game losing streak. Holy shit. You know, that's a tough one to really 
I don't want to say it's like a tough pill to swallow, but man, you know, and I'm not here dissing on the angels. I'm not huge on uh, LA in general. <coughs> oh, but I mean, I like Mike Trout. Otani's cool. Rendon seemingly cool. You know, they got, you know, it's a, it's a decent team. You know, it's a good team. Seems like it has a good fan base. The park looks nice from what I've seen in videos and whatnot. So, I mean, nothing wrong. I would like to see them succeed. I would like to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. And it's getting away from them. So, they're on a 12-game lose. They're 27 and 29 right now. So, they were 27 and 17 at one point. They're eight and a half behind. Where, where are they even at in the wild card? Right now, they're behind the Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Guardians, then the Angels, and then the White Sox. Jeez. I mean, that sucks for where the White Sox are at, but. And this is just wild card position, obviously, like, if you make it to the division, but they're eight and a half behind Houston, and Houston's not slowing down anytime soon. They got 20, they're plus 45 in runs. Like, they're just a good team. Dusty Baker's got a good squad. But, man, the Angels are they're plus 10 in run diff now. 247, 237. They're plus 10 in a 12-game losing streak. Huh. Almost 500 at home and then a little under 500 away. Man. That's... It's it's kind of disappointing to see. I don't I don't know. Is that is it Joe Madden's fault? Maybe. Is it players' fault? Maybe. I'm not. I'm not a deep dive guy into stuff like that, especially when it's not like my local team. I'm not watching them. I don't think I've. Sox played them early in this. Like when they were in town, I watched a couple of the games or one of the games at least. They beat us, I think. The one I watched. See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I barely, I barely watched. It. I turned down a little bit against the Sox, but it's a uh, yeah. That, that might be like the circled disappointment more than like the well, the way <laughs> White Sox are a circled disappointment, regardless, rather a fandom or not. Just that they should not be playing the way they are. Even no, there's some injuries, but like you know. Not everybody's hurt. You know, there's pieces that are still healthy that should be playing better. There's pieces that are playing that should be playing better. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting, you know. But hopefully the Angels can turn around. Because speaking of other coach firings, uh, Phillies fired their coach. They're on a four-game win streak. They've won every game since they're firing, which is, you know, is I feel like that always happens. So, like, I expect the Angels to come out onto, like, a win streak. Rather, there's, like, a pressure to perform or a, I don't know, like, if you know, it's, there's obviously some type of feeling when a coach gets fired, right? Whether it's bad, whether it's good, whatever the case may be, Whoever is that interim coach or manager, you obviously like want to do good for them because they're taken in a position that they weren't expecting to be in charge of for the rest of the season. 
they have, you know, they're playing for a job, whether it is on the team now or another team next year. And, you know, there's a lot that they have going for them now, you know. So I think people do want to perform, and obviously you don't want to lose anymore, right? So hopefully that happens with the Angels, because the Phillies are doing it. Shoot, the other day, was that Sunday? Bryce Harper's big walk-off. Or not walk off. Grand Slam. Game tying Grand Slam is insane. That's one of the coolest highlights, I think, of the season so far. I mean, there's been like walk offs, but like a game tying Grand Slam. Are you kidding me? And like for Bryce to do it out of all players. So that was really cool to see. And then obviously they went to extras and then bam, home run to win it, walk off home run. Really, really cool. But we'll see what happens with the Angels. I think tonight is Lightning Rangers, game four. I'm excited to see what happens with that. I'm hoping Tampa Bay pulls it off. I think that would be exciting. Tied the series, as I thought about yesterday, but... We'll see. That'd be obviously tomorrow's episode. We'll see how that goes. Um, Tiger Woods backed out of the U.S. Open, trying to get healthy, which he should do. That's not good for him. I don't know if I'll golf. Derek Fisher got fired as the head coach of the Sparks. I didn't even know he was coaching the Sparks. I think I did, and then didn't know. But uh, that's interesting. Guess the Sparks were not having a good season. But Derek. Derek Fisher coached the Lakers, too. So he got fired by both LA teams in his career. That's a. Uh, I wonder how many compliments people have for that. I mean, I'm sure people haven't coached like the Yankees and the Mets or the Jets and the Giants. Probably have been on staffs, so but probably not head coaches. But, you know, I mean, I. I don't know if this is comparable with, like, two NFL teams or two MLB or two NBA teams, like, if you coach the Clippers and the Lakers. But uh, coach, like, the WNBA team and the NBA team for LA, and you got fired both times. That might actually be a quite an accomplishment. I think... That's all. NBA game is tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. So that will be on. Well, that technically be Thursday's episode. We'll probably talk about it. Um, so I think that's it for sports news. Really, I think there's. I don't really have anything to rant about today. For for, for once, hockey game was crazy. God World Series crazy. Hmm. Game four, the others. I mean, regardless, like there's still a guaranteed game five of the Lightning and Rangers, and then there's also a. So, but the Lightning one, we're guaranteed game six, so that one's going over. 
I think, uh, what do I want to carry over to now? I've been listening to a lot of good stuff lately. I just recently ran into uh, Seven Dust again. The band Seven Dust. It's like a groove metal rock kind of band. I like them. I've liked them for years. I just started listening to them again today. Super pumped. Super excited. They just like, I like doing that. You know, this is one of those times where this is a weird point for the show or for my podcast in general, me talking about something that's like hugely not sports related. But that's what this Daily Oats is about. It's just me kind of mumble jumbling about whatever I feel like, including sports. But like, I just, there's not anything else to talk about sports wise. It's pretty dry. I mean, there's a couple things, like I said, but anywho, so like, I love, I love doing that with old music. You know, it's, it's not even like the ability because like I have the ability to pull a random like chorus or bridge or something out of my head for a song. And then I have to really, really think about who wrote the song. Like I'm trying to think of album art cover. Like if I had on Spotify, I'm trying to like think like who could this band possibly be? Because I've listened to so much music. Like, I, I've listened to so many bands over the years from, because I really got into, like, my own fandom of, you know, rock and metal in sixth grade, seventh grade. So when I got iTunes, I was able to just, like, explore. Um, and a lot of good records dropped that year. Uh like One X by Three Days Grace, Phobia, Breaking Benjamin, Breaking Benjamin's Phobia, um, Red's first record, End of Silence dropped, like a lot of stuff, Skillet's Comatose, like those are all uh, records I was jamming at the time and, uh, you know, sent me on this journey of which, you know, then I was just using YouTube and you know, what got newly released on iTunes and then whatever I ran it on YouTube with music videos and whatnot. And obviously Spotify has greatly changed that. But I listen to a lot of stuff. So it's like when I get like a song stuck in my head and I can't pick it out right away of being a band I'm used to or someone I listen to a lot of, or just that one track that came off of a playlist or a radio player or whatever, I'm like, man, like that's self defined. Whereas, you know, a band like Simon Dust who was at least my like I've had Spotify since like 15 or 16 maybe at least uh actually maybe before that made like 14 I had Spotify for like a long time but uh you know they do your end of the year things and I think once those started Seven Dust was on like three years in a row maybe they made my top five just because I would just get into them and just jam out to them, like, on the drives home from work and everything, to and from work. And then the same with, like, Our Last Night. They're one that I think has been on the list for, like, the last three years for me. Not that it matters, but, you know, it's these bands that I return to and just finding that, like, comfortability in music of being like, okay, you know, like, I like listening to these guys. I listen to them, and then it feels refreshing. It's, like, refreshingly... Professionally old. I guess it's like putting on a pair of shoes that you have that's worn 
that still work or a favorite shirt. I don't know. Is it a comfortability? Because, like, I know all the songs, even though I'm they're newer stuff, I got to really give a solid listen to again. Um, but, like, all their older stuff that I've listened to a lot, I really know, or Breaking Benjamin, I know, like, all their songs. So, listen to them again is just fun, refreshing. Because, cause like, you know it all. You know the energy it's bringing. You know the words, you know the music. It's just, I don't know, it's a weird feeling. It's, you know, it is that comfort thing, I think. Like, when people talk about comfort watching or comfort listening, that's exactly what this is. So, I don't know, it's pretty cool. It's really, really cool. Um, I think that's it for today, for today's uh, daily. I don't really have much else to say. I could go on random tangents, but I don't think I want to take up any more of your time. I think this is just a nice short one. Um. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.